What are fair and reasonable expectations for this team this year now? I certainly think they are um, that of being capable of winning the league. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Uh, and, and you know what? I'm, I'm not a big excuse guy. All right. I went eight and 50. Okay. I went eight and 50 here. So I know, I know what it's like to be on that side of the ledger, believe me. But I do believe, uh, honestly, that just not having been able to play at home is a, is a, you know, it's just a really big deal. And you know what I think happened? Uh, This is what I think happened. Only what I think. I think at some point, John got so frustrated with, um, with not getting people to come here and not, you know, not being in a position where we have a couple of home games interdispersed that he just said, you know what, the hell with it. We're good. We're, we've been good. We'll play anybody. We don't care. We're, it's just so darn hard to get games that we'll just take the money, take a trip, see what we got to do. And all that is wonderful until you do it. That <laughs> all looks great in June, you know, and, 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 and as we said, you know, you loot, you get popped and that doesn't surprise me at, at uh, St. Mary's. Nah, then you make it miss a free throw. You win the game, you make the free throw, you know? So, but this is the way each year takes on its own personality. Uh, we are missing obviously uh, two MVPs. If you want to count Benny uh, from last year and, and for, for, for the last several years, for goodness sakes, we've had the MVP seems like forever. But that being said, um, we have to, somebody's got to score for us. We got it. Somebody, somebody has to. We thought it might be Deloney. We still think it might be Deloney. Um, uh, but uh, it might be Gibson, you know. But somebody's got to do that. We gotta, we gotta score some points. There's no, no doubt about that. But all that being said, we still gotta, you know, we gotta go to Colgate. Not going to be easy. Um, uh, we got Toledo coming in here. That's not going to be easy. Uh, but. I, I do believe that uh, once the league starts, I, I really honestly believe that we'll be fine. Now, that being said, uh, Brian is good. I saw Brian. They're damn good. I saw um, Maine. Maine has sucked for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> they're good. Not not great. They're not great, but they're good. They're better than they've been. They, they won at BC. Um, Lowell is good. Uh, six and one, seven and one. So, Okay, so so yeah, it's it's nobody's going to hand us anything. No one has ever handed us anything, but uh, it is going to be a tough go because there are three or four very very good teams. Now again, they'll beat each other, and then you know, and hopefully we'll beat them, whatever it might be. But I certainly think um, this team is a, a contender in this league. No doubt in my mind about that. But but there's a big but. We got to start playing better. Now, I am 100% with you. I think the expectation should still be winning the league and getting to the NCAA tournament. However, my initial goal was win a bunch of non-conference games, win the league, get go be 29 and 4 and get a 12 seed and pull an upset. Those 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 dreams are dead. Okay? <laughs> those uh, dreams yes, are sir. dead. Yes. We're looking at we're looking at 15 or 16 seed now almost no matter what happens. So, right. the non-conference to me now from the rest on is essentially meaningless in terms of resume building. So I'm now at the point where I just got to get answers in the non-conference. I got to find rotations. I got to see, okay, how much can we get out of Perry Smith Jr.? I'm not punting the rest of the non-conference, but right. I am looking at it a little bit differently. Do you agree with me? I certainly do. I certainly do. And and, and let me just give you one little example from, from my uh, – like 
Perry Smith. I think I think Perry Smith is is going to be fine. I do, um, but I just want to state one play uh, at Southern Cal. We were up one or down one, uh, and he's working his, his butt off on the on the block and and trying to get himself in position. And he does that. He does that. And he's got the guy on his back, and the the guy is actually on the high side of his back. So he's got a tremendous advantage, right? Uh, but he's a puppy, and this is the first time down the road, and and they throw it into him. And he turns, and it's going to be a dunk, and it bounces right off his knee and goes out of bounds. And I, and I thought to myself, you know what? In February, that'll be a dunk. Next year, that'll be a dunk. But right now, it's out of bounds, and it's their ball. So yeah, we need. Uh, and this will be neat. This will be neat for our guys, I think, because they really have to. Uh, nobody's used to this. Nobody. This has never happened in John's life here. Uh, so nobody can quite figure it out. But. Uh, I just think we really took on a big load on the, in the non-conference. And, and as you started to say, we just got to get better now. We just got to keep getting better. And, and what happens when we go to Colgate, who, who we beat here last year, and you know they're going to be waiting. And, uh, you know, so there's, there's just some good teams that we got to play. And then Brian comes in here right away. But all that being said, I, 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 would, not, I would not panic. I, I, you know what? As long as we don't lose the North Johnson State tomorrow, I think we're going to be fine. <laughs> but if you know, if we lose tomorrow, then you got to talk to somebody else next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday. Thursday. I'm sorry. Thursday. Yeah, yes. Thursday. So, Tom Brennan, former Catamount Hoops coach, with us here in the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. I'm going to ask you about a couple things I mentioned yesterday, kind of things ailing this team. And it's a little bit of everything. The offense is is a huge issue, but I think a lot of that stems from the defense being an issue also. This team is 278th right now nationally in scoring defense, and when you're playing the caliber of teams that they've been playing, when you're constantly operating out of the half court because the other team has made a bucket on you, that's really, really hard to do. The defense has to get better. And I do think it naturally will, given that the competition is about to start getting lesser. But don't you th- do you think the defense is contributing to the poor offense like I do? Without a doubt, without a doubt. And 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 I think that we, um, you know, we hang our hat on defense. I mean, that's who we are. We don't even practice offense that much that I see. Uh, but uh, it's all about getting stops and and uh, being tough on that end and and one shot and those type of things. And the one thing that, that I noticed over the weekend was we're just giving up a lot of points. I mean, you know, guys are – I mean, and, and think about one of those teams didn't score for the first five minutes, and they still got 70. You know what yeah. I mean? So uh, I, I do think and, – and, again, I'm, I'm going to say it. I don't care what people think about it. You're so much better when you come out of your own locker room once in a while. That's all I'm saying. You mentioned fifth-year guys needing to step up. Finn Sullivan is the guy I'm looking at most. And, yes. I mean, look. I don't like to rag on college athletes because they're not pros, but at the same time, it's division one, it's division one basketball. I thought Finn Sullivan needed to average 14 points a game for this team. He's averaging less than eight. He's shooting 28% from three and he's got more turnovers this season than assists. None of that is particularly inspiring. I think he will get better also as the competition eases, but this team cannot be great if he is not great. So if I'm looking at one person saying that guy needs to step up, I'm looking at Finn Sullivan. Do you see it that way? That's fair. I, I think it's fair. I, I think they're, um, you know, they're he, he's not going to have to do it by himself. He shouldn't have to do it by himself. Correct. You know, but but that being said, 
and the one thing that I will I will give this team that, that I would be I'd be a lot more concerned. But they do play so hard. They they compete every now. They they've just been getting lit up. A guy's making shots. What are you going to do? But it's not like you're saying you know what. Not only is this team struggling, they really don't seem to have a lot of heart. Uh, but they do have a lot of heart. I really I really believe that. Now again, I'm not the right guy to be asking about this uh, with my situation here, of course. But I I do believe that they will get it right. I believe they they just. Um, overscheduled uh, in the beginning. And, uh, and, and again, I, I think that was as much frustration of John saying, we can't get anybody to come here. All right, well, hell with it. We'll go anywhere we have to go. But uh, looking back on it now, uh, it, it, was a, it was a tough lesson. But that being said, nothing really counts for us until January 5th. So, uh, but, but yes, Finn has to get better. Uh, the technical was bad. I don't want to kick the kid when he's down, but that was bad. That's a bad technique. You've got to learn to be quiet, you know, he can't do that. And I, and again, it's all as much of how hard he plays and how hard he competes and how much he hates to lose. And I, I understand all that. I've been around him, watching him in, in all those situations. And he does not, uh, you know, he does not handle losing very well at all. But that being said, you can't put yourself in a worse position uh, by saying something that you shouldn't say and ended up, you know, losing a game by two points uh, that, where you got a team, you know, I mean, come on, what's the matter with you? You're, and he's not a kid. He's older. He knows what's going on. So, but that being said, um, that's a, you know, that's a drop in the bucket as far as I'm concerned. And I think that, um, that they'll, they'll really bounce back from this. I really hope they will. And I think it's interesting that they got, they got, um, uh, Brian coming in here first. How about that of all things? Brian, who beat Syracuse, but is also playing a bunch of D3 and NI, NAIA schools in their right, opening. Right, right. And so, um, you know, I'll, get a, I'll wait and see that on January 5th. Real quick, talk to me about the fluctuation in starting lineups when you're a coach, because we're seeing a lot of different guys starting, okay? Nick Fiorillo's out right now with injury. We don't know how long, so that's got Perry Smith in. But Deloney's been in and out of the starting lineup, and Veretto's been in and out of the lineup, and Cam Gibson's been in and out of the lineup. Is this punishment for someone's effort, punishment for poor play, just testing the waters on rotations? Why does the coach change up the lineup so frequently? I think because he's looking for the right one, obviously. And, um, uh, you know, and we're having such a hard time scoring. And so you're looking for somebody who can get you some baskets. I mean, that's a big deal. You know, Deloney gets 32 a month ago, and uh, – but it hasn't been that way since. And, you know, he's got to, he's got to step it up. He really has to, you know, he's a senior. He's one of our leaders. He was the sixth man of the year. Um, but again, let me, let me say this. I'm not going to panic in the least until, um, and, until we get some home games, until we get uh, a league, some league games. So we see how the league is, but I do believe the league will be better. Uh, so that means we got to be better.